Tonight I want to talk to you uh, about your soul. You know, if you go to the bank, obviously your banker is going to talk to you about your finances. If you go to the doctor, the doctor is going to talk to you about your physical body. If you go to a college, then they're going to talk to you about your uh, intellect or your, you know, your knowledge. When you come to church, when you come to church, you ought to hear something for your soul. For your soul. And we're going to, I'm going to try to uh, connect you to your soul here in just a minute. But let me begin by telling you that in, the, uh, in Austria, there is the largest cave in the world. It's the largest cave. It is, uh, the mouth of the cave is absolutely monstrosity. It's huge. And it's in cold climate, so the stalactites and stalagmites are actually chunks of ice. And they're sometimes over 150 feet tall and 40 feet around, huge chunks of ice. They're called the ice giants. And they, uh, uh, you know, inside, if you go on inside this cave, this, the biggest cave in the world, there's an entire raging river on the inside. There is uh, all kinds of minerals inside this cave. There's all kinds of... Uh, uh, of, of animal life in this cave. All kinds of things are going on down deep inside this cave. Now, listen to me. Suppose that you're up on top of the mountain, the cave being below you, and it's the first time you've ever been there, and so you do not know that the cave is underneath your feet. Let's suppose that you're standing there, and let's say that... Uh, Let's say that, you know, you have no idea about the cave underneath. You have no idea that just below your feet is a raging river. Just below your feet are the ice giants. Just below your feet are the, uh, uh, the different minerals and the things inside that cave. And what I just described to you is how your soul is. Because I see you on the outside. I see what you're wearing. I see the color of your, of your hair. I see, I see whether you have hair or not on top of your head. I, I see those things. But I want you to know that inside every one of us, there is something down deep in us that nobody can see. And it's a river. It is something huge and something powerful that is happening on the inside of you. All right? And so I want you to connect with your soul Tonight, I want, you to, I want you to know where your soul, it's, it, it, it's, it's under the surface. Under the surface for every person in this room tonight are emotions, are memories, are hurts, disappointments, potential, power. All kinds of things are happening underneath the surface. I don't see it on the outside, but it's happening down underneath. When a couple gets a divorce... They get a divorce a long time before they sign the papers in their soul. It happens inside of them first. There are self-conversations that goes on and scenarios play out and con contemplations and finally decisions. Your soul is the gathering place of many emotions and feelings that shape who you are. Your soul is where you accept and reject things. It's where you believe lies or you believe truths. 
It is where conversations takes place that sometimes never makes it to the surface for everybody to see. Oh, yeah, you talk to yourself. I know you do. And, yes, you even answer yourself. You even call yourself names. Oh, come on, y'all. Help me out. So, it, so it's, uh, it, this all happens inside the soul. Proverbs 18, 14 says, The spirit of a man can sustain his illness, but a broken spirit who can bear it. In other words, your, your bo- physical body can heal itself, but if, the, if your soul is broken, it's hard. It's, it's, it's something that is, that is hard to put together. We know that Genesis chapter 2, 7 says that when God breathed into Adam, he breathed into him the what? Breath of life. And it was, and, 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 and what was the next line? And he became a living soul. The word soul there means spark. He gave Adam his spark. I wonder if your spark is still there. I wonder if you still have a spark on the inside of you from God. I wonder if there is some fire on the inside of your belly. Come on, y'all. Help me out, somebody. I wonder if there's a flame still burning on the inside of your life. Or has it gone out from the things that you have experienced and the, and the situations that you are in. I believe that God wants to breathe on this church the breath of life that you can become a living soul. One more time. There can be a spark. Amen. Jesus said it this way. He said, for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall man give in exchange for his soul? Matthew 16. And it says, do not fear those who kill the body. Jesus said, do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. But rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Listen, the Lord says, you can neglect your soul. Some of you are hurting. Some of you have compounding issues. Some of you are angry. Some of you are lonely. Some of you are mad at yourself. Some of you are fighting on the inside. There's a raging river of grief on the inside of you. But God says, I have come to restore your soul. Say this out loud. Say, I have come to restore your soul. And that's what I want to talk about tonight is how does God literally, literally, absolutely, how does God restore your soul? Are you ready? How does God restore your soul? Number one, are you ready? Here it goes. God restores your soul by attacking lies. He restores your soul by attacking lies. Listen to me. Every every lie is fear-based. Every lie is fear-based. When Satan tempted Eve, he did so by inviting her to believe a lie, has God really said. There's a lie happening here. Fear enters when you believe a lie. So let me, let me talk to you about this, kind of open this up. Fear in its infancy is just a concern. You're just, hmm, concerned about something. Hmm, I'm just wondering if this is true. They're going to shut the plant down. Hmm, I've kind of heard, I've got a concern. I haven't really, I don't have the official word. It's just kind of, there's a concern. It starts as a concern. A fear is in its adolescence when you start saying, what if? What if it's true? 
What if that pain is cancer? What if? What if my family breaks apart? What if the church goes backwards? What if? The nation is destroyed. What if coronavirus begins to get so big that I can't buy toilet paper? What if? I shouldn't joke about that. I shouldn't. And fear, listen now, and fear in its adulthood is when you officially accept that lie as a truth on the inside of you. But what does God say? God says, fear not. Would you shout that out loud? Say, fear not. One more time, shout, fear not. So, so I want you to just think for a minute, what is your biggest concern? What is your biggest concern? Think about it. Bring it up to the forefront of your mind right now. What are you concerned about the most? Are you concerned about your health, your finances, your children, our nation, uh, our schools? Where is your biggest concern? And I want you to say to that concern, fear not. I'm not going to fear what man shall do to me. For if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. And so, so here, here's, here's what I want you to see. The first thing God does to restore your soul is he will attack the lies of your life by declaring to you, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. No, that's a good word for today. I, I, I know you've heard it a thousand times. But how many of you know to say to the church, fear not, is a good word on this Sunday. Praise the Lord. I need you to help me out and look at somebody beside you, behind you, around you. Point your finger at them like you're kind of upset at them. And shout, say, fear not. Do it again. Hey, go to somebody else. Get your second choice. And, and listen to this. I want you to say to them, God said, fear not. Say it. Say, God said, fear not. Okay. So here it is. If you have a circle around your life, the only thing in that circle should be the promises of God and the, and the word of God. Anything in that circle that does not line up with the Word of God for your life needs to get out of the circle. Amen? Now, come on, y'all. This, this, this next part is what you got to get. So when God restores our soul, the first thing He does to us is He comes to us and He says, Fear not. And then He wants to align us with His desire for us. Okay? He, he says, fear not, and then he aligns us. Let, let me walk through the scripture. Genesis chapter 15, 1. Fear not. There's the, there's the stopping of the lie. Fear not, and then he aligns. And he says, I am your shield, an exceeding great reward. This was spoken to Abraham when five kings were coming against him. And so, so God says to Abraham, when he has five kings coming against him and his family, God says to Abraham, okay, fear not. In other words, stop the lie. I am your shield. And I am your exceeding great reward. Genesis 26, 24. Fear not. Stop the lies. I am with you. I will bless you. And I will multiply you. Exodus 14, 13. Fear not. Now let's align, stand still, 
and see the salvation of the Lord. Numbers 21, 34. Fear not, I have delivered them into your hands. Judges 6, 23. Fear not, your son will not die. Come on, y'all. 2 Kings 6, 16. Fear not, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Amen. Isaiah 36 and 4. Fear not, your God will come forth with vengeance. Isaiah 43 and 1. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. Isaiah 54 and 4. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Joel 2, 21. Fear not, O land, for the Lord will do great things. Luke 1, 30. Fear not, for you have found favor with God. Luke 12, 32. Fear not, little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Revelation 1, 17. Fear not, I am the first and the last. Do you understand what God is doing? He is saying, Hush the lies. Now I'm going to give you instruction. Oh, goodness. I'm going to say, I'm going to say to the lies, stop. Now I'll give you instruction. And if you go on in the instruction, God will release you from the pains of the fears of your life. And he will restore your soul. Somebody say amen right there. Do y'all get that? So this is what we're going to do. I like Sunday night because it's always getting you ready for the week. And here's we get ready for this week. Of all weeks, guess what the word of the Lord is? Stop the lies. Somebody shout that. Say, stop the lies. And now he's going to give you instruction on what to do next. He's going to say to you, I am the Lord. I am your healer. I am your deliverer. I am your redeemer. Don't be afraid. I've got this. God is in control. And he gives, us, he gives us a stopping of the lies and then instruction to align us with what is next in our life. I think we ought to take a praise break right there and give God some praise if you believe that. Amen. Okay, so listen. Listen. This, this is absolutely something that you can do now to change your week coming up. And that is for you to get a hold of the thoughts in your head and begin to make them conform to the Word of God. Stop every lie that the enemy has said about you and align yourself with what God is doing in your life. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. Somebody say amen. amen. He's the same yesterday. Help me out. Yesterday, today, and forever. And he will walk with you. He will walk with us through this coronavirus issue. That's good news, church. He will walk with us through this. He has not left us alone. He has not deserted us. Come on, y'all. He will keep us. Now unto him that is able to keep me from falling, the Bible says. So, tonight, here's, here's the key is for you to let God say to you, hush on the lies, and then hear the instruction. Because this is what happens. This is what happens when you stop the lies and when you align your heart with His will for your life, His word for your life, here's what happens. You become courageous in your decisions. You become courageous in your walk with God. You know what I think? I think the church is intimidated. Yeah. 
I think the church sometimes has shrunk back and we don't feel like we have the authority that we used to. The devil is a liar. Amen. Where is the courage of the house of God? Can we, can we muster up some God courage in our own souls tonight and say, devil, you think you can do this for us, to us? We know who we serve. How many of you know who you serve tonight? He is not dead. He is alive. Amen? So, so here comes courage. Here comes courage. Now, let me, let me, let me share with you some, some scriptures about courage. Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Don't be frightened and don't be dismayed. Why? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Somebody shout amen right there. For 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. 1 Corinthians 16.13. Be watchful, stand firm, act, stand in, sorry, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Amen. When you, I, I have had this happen in my life. The reason I'm preaching this is because this has happened to me in the last couple of years. Where fear was injected. Fear injected. And concern that developed into what ifs. And then when I believed the lies. The only way God got me out of that, he's still getting me out of that, of that stronghold, is for me to hear him say, don't be afraid. Don't act like you've not been afraid. And then for me to hear him give his promises to my heart, which built courage to take the next step. Help me out, somebody. Somebody needs to get some strength in here. And when your strength comes, then you can fight the battle. But listen, as long as you talk about your issue with your neighbor, it's going to make the issue bigger. Stop the lie. Listen to God. As long, as long as, as we think the worst about coronavirus, and it's serious, it is. But how many of you know there is a worse side of it that we don't have to believe? There's a wise side of it that we can handle and take care of in the name of Jesus. But how many of you know we have to let the enemy know we're not believing your lies? Oh, I'm going to preach this till the devil runs out of this church. Get Somebody shout, say, get out of here. Point your finger to your temple and say, get out of here. You have no place in the body of Christ. We know who we are. We've read the back of the book. Come on, y'all. And so fear not. Shout it. Say fear not. Fear and so that's the word from the Lord for you tonight. And so, so um, I, I, want you to think, I want you to think about your own soul. Because I really feel like, because I know, I just know humanity. That there are people in this room, and it might surprise you who it is. But there's poison in your soul. There's poison in your soul. Fear has taken root and has begun to grow into unhealthy thoughts. And you've allowed the enemy to compact your soul in several layers. And some of you have anxiety 
and I'm going to talk about myself. Have you ever had anxiety so strong that you felt like you couldn't breathe? Have you felt like the pressure on you was so intense that you're fixing a buckle under the pressure that you've been walking in? Have you ever been so discouraged that you just want to run away? Come on, y'all. See, I can't talk to you about what's on top of the mountain. We have to talk to you about what's in the, in the cave. Because in the cave, we discuss things that not even our spouse knows about. Help me, Jesus. Somebody help me. And you've got to learn as a child of God. You want to mature as a saint of God? You want to, become, you want to grow as a disciple? You want to become strong in Christ? You've got to learn how to control the conversations in the cave. And let the word of God be the voice in the cave. Oh, help me out now. Amen. So God wants to give you courage to attack the lies and insert the truth. And it births, it births that courage inside of you. And so I, uh, I, uh, I tell you what. I, this is, I don't know if you're going to get to come tomorrow night. I hope you do. But if you don't, I, I want to give you something that I hope that will change your week and prayerfully change your life. Because if there's, if there's questions in your life, if there's, if there's things going on in your life, I want to give you some, some real godly advice. Stop the lies by going back to what you know. What do you know? I'll tell you what you know. You know that God loves you. How many of you know God loves you? You know, number two, he will never leave you nor forsake you. How many of you know, number three, God has the plan? Amen. Say this out loud. Say, God loves me. He has the plan for my life. Do y'all believe that? He will never leave me nor forsake me. He goes, he goes before us and we know. All right, so I give you three things. Three things. And so, have you ever heard somebody say, I know that I know that I know. And you're going back to what you know. And you say it out loud with me. Come on. I know that I know that I know. And that's a, that's a, 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 a way to say, I know this is true and I'm not getting off of this truth. Because I know that I know that I know. Okay? So, here it is. So, the Greek word for no is Y-A-D-A, yada. And so when the devil comes to you with a lie, what do you say? Yada, yada, yada. I know that I know that I know. Amen? Oh, come on, y'all. Have fun with it. Look at somebody and say yada, yada, yada. I know that I know that I know. Y'all believe that? This is how. And I know it may even seem simplistic, but however, this is how God restores your soul. Stop the lies. A line which breeds courage where you can know who you are in Christ. I think that's the biggest thing that the church needs to do is to remember who they are in Christ. The reason that you're struggling is because you have forgot who you are 
in Christ. Not too long ago, I had a person say this to me, looked at me right in the face and said, you have forgotten who you are. And how many of you know there is strength on the inside of you that maybe you have forgotten about? There's an anointing on the inside of you that maybe you have forgotten about. Maybe there is something powerful on the inside of you that you have forgotten about. And God has sent me by to remind you that he has not left you or forsook you. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God is asking you to rise up in courage and tell the devil, yada, yada, yada. Give the Lord a praise if you believe that. Amen. Amen. So here we go. Let's, let's, okay, we're going to apply it. Okay, so uh, everybody stand with me. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. I want you, and there's no way of knowing this but you, but I want you to do your best to connect right now to the soulish part of you. You are a spirit that, is, uh, that possesses a soul that lives in a body. You're a spirit being. Y'all know that. You're a spirit being. You possess a soul, which is your mind, will, and your emotions, and you live all that lives in a body. All right? Don't worry about the body. You got a nap this afternoon, maybe. So your body's good. Okay? And how many of you know if you're saved, let me see your hand if you're saved here tonight. So your spirit is, is saved. By the way, what part of you gets saved? Your mind doesn't get saved because it's got to be renewed. Your body doesn't get saved because it's going to get sick again. It has to be healed. Your spirit has to be saved. All right? And so your spirit, man, is your leader. God's spirit on the inside of you is the leader. Not your body. Not your body. Your body is not your leader. Neither is your thinking. Because your brain is not you. It's an organ. Oh, help me out, somebody. So your spirit man is your leader. Jesus living on the inside of you is the leader. All right. Are you, are you with me? Get, get to your soul realm. Go, go to where you know what you know. Go what you know. Get in there. Even if it's like with your family. If you know your wife loves you and there's no question, that's in your knower. You got a knower inside here. What do you know? You know that this roof's going to stand up till you get out of here. I hope. <laughs> You're knower. What do you know? Okay? Now let that start rising up out of your spirit and lead for this next week. All right? Coronavirus. Throw that in the mix. Now, now, now let your leader lead. Fear not. Let your leader lead. You got, you, got, you got issues at work? You know, I'm going to go in there and give them a piece of my mind tomorrow. That is not your spirit leading. You're fixing to make a fool out of yourself. Come on. Let, let your spirit lead. Fear not. Follow the direction of the Lord. Oh, this is good teaching to y'all. Amen. You're, you have a leader on the inside of you. What is that Old Testament scripture that says, Is there no king in you? you got to have a king on the inside of you. It's leading. Leading your life. Amen? So, I'm going to do this. I need everybody I can get. Come fill this front. Everybody. 
100% of you if I can. Every one of you. Can we sing that first song again? I changed on you, brother. Sorry. Uh, where's, do we have, we have band members? I'd like to have the whole band up here. Because we're going to sing together. This is, this is Sunday night. This is church family. Amen. Okay, Pastor Matt, this is kind of what I was thinking when I was thinking about bringing everybody up here. Y'all scoot on in so those folks, there's folks in the aisle, if they can, and if you, you just get as close as you can. We're not supposed to be six foot from each other anyway. We're in trouble. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Pastor Matt, this is what I thought about. Pastor Justin, man, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, what if all of us, what if all of us could, could let that leader really lead? What if we could let that lead and not have to spend so much energy fighting the lies? We spend so much time going through the confusion, sorting through it before we get to the answer. What if we could just scoot all that aside and let the Holy Spirit lead us? Amen? Here's my prayer for you. That in a minute when we're going to lift our hands and pray that the Holy Spirit comes on the inside of you. And it, it awakens. Ooh, I like that word. It awakens the leader on the inside of you. Some of you have been intimidated by the issues that have confronted you. No more. No more. Somebody say no more. So here's what we're going to do. Justin, we're going to sing that song again. And then I want, you to, I want you to think about the words. And then we're going to pray. So just stay close here real, just for a little bit. Here we go. Let's sing.